Hello everyone. This is the Millennial Paisa podcast, the only podcast you need for your personal finance and money management problems. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi and welcome everyone to a new episode of Millennial Paisa. Hope you all are keeping safe in COVID time these tough times. Hope everyone is staying cautious at home. As part of our ongoing interaction series today, we have another guest on the podcast. Mayank Kachwaha he is the co-founder and COO of India Lens which is an online platform that helps you check your credit score for free and also helps you find and get the best loans and credit cards out there due to the prevailing situation i shall be talking to mayank over a phone call so once again please excuse the lack in audio quality so hi mayank welcome to millennial paisa how are you doing today hi ankit thanks for having me here i'm doing well thanks that's great so let's just begin by talking a bit about you When did your journey really begin? Let's have you share with our listeners your story from IIT Madras to being a part of the Forbes 30 under 30 list with India Lens. Yeah, uh so uh, I graduated out of IIT Madras 2008 and I studied mechanical engineering. So I got my first job out of IITM uh and I got hired into Capital One. Capital One is a pretty large bank in the US and the UK and so I was hired for them as a business analyst. so i worked for the us business for about 3 years and then worked for the uk business uh for another 3 years uh, so spent 6 years at capital one did almost everything in the business analytics and strategy side uh, so started out in the fraud strategy team did some very very interesting things there then moved on to small business credit then when i moved to uh, the uk uh, where i live in london uh, i worked uh, primarily on the credit risk side so i built a few risk models uh, at least for the first year i was focusing entirely on model building and statistics uh, and then towards the later part of my time in the uk business i was focusing on overall credit risk as a strategy uh, sort of looking at everything coming through the system uh, right from new partnerships to how we were doing our credit limit increase programs to new acquisition look at everything uh, move back in 2014 uh, around uh, september is when we sort of uh, decided to start this gorav and i gorav and i both my co-founder used to work together in the capcon uk office so uh, gorav moved before me we sort of decided that I, there is a lot of opportunity in india to do what capital one does well in the west and if we mm-hmm. can sort of move back and do this together i think that's a great opportunity and that was the idea right i mean i don't think we started out with a particular idea in mind the idea was that you know we'll do something on in financial services given that's what we've done for me 6 years gorav 8 years but uh, idea was to come back and for implement some of the learning we had from the west in india okay okay interesting that's that's actually quite awesome that's uh, quite the career graph you've actually been through a lot of stuff since the past few years there mayank yes yes actually i mean interestingly uh start when i started it was the peak of the recession when i joined i think most of us were really scared at that time you know of losing our job but it was a great learning time for all of us and i think we had this drilled into us a capital one right i think the instant thought process has always been how to look at risk how to underwrite credit risk using data and how to really understand recessions and things through the cycle so i think it was a great time for me to join obviously slightly nerve wracking but uh, overall it was a great time actually to join the organization that's great uh, so let's just talk about india lens now yes i have used it a couple of times and a few friends have used it as well and there have mostly been positive reviews for it and uh, i believe you guys are catering a lot to the millennial and gen z audience 
yes that's the main focus yeah all right so i just wanted to know what do you think how differently does the new generation think about money think about lending compared to the older ones so see i mean large parts of this is anecdotal right and i would tell you how i think about money and how my parents think about money is entirely different right parents's mindset has always been to save and i mean i'm when i'm looking at i'm talking about millennials and in general the people that we are uh, you know uh, able to serve through the platform india lens uh, what we observed for millennials and gen z right primarily is i think the mindset very different from previous generations uh, the tendency to save is significantly lesser i think uh, a lot of the customers that we come that we see come to us right and especially after looking at uh, their spends we realize that most of them have zero balances at some point in the month right which is that i think they tend to spend what they make and that actually makes an interesting use case for uh, them applying for credit right because i think for most large ticket purchases given the lack of saving i think they uh, most of the customers or most of the millennials and the gen z guys actually are very very comfortable applying for different forms of credit to be able to get or buy some of those large ticket things right and pre covid i'm talking pre covid a number of our applications used to come in for travel related things so a lot of these guys actually showed great amount of comfort in applying for loans for things that tend to be super expensive right let's say your holiday in europe and uh, taking a loan for that knowing that you know they'll actually end up paying that over the next 2 3 4 years when they spread it out in emis but i think that sort of mindset is very clearly seen not only from the data that we've seen but also from the types of application that these guys have for different types of product right a lot of non essential uh, sort of leisure based things uh, that i think uh, these guys tend to apply for on our platform especially for credit hmm that that's actually quite right actually uh, that's something that even i have noticed i've seen a lot of these uh, gen z kids these school going kids mostly they are quite interested in lending even investing money for that uh, purpose and with this actually wasn't really the case 10 15 years back i mean all right then so listeners so mayank is here really to discuss a covid 19 survey that india lens carried out among the younger generation the millennials but before we get into the survey let's talk about a very specific data point covid 19 is expected to change our spending patterns soon uh, but there is huge certainty as to what the scale of that will be So Mayank could you tell us what India Lens thinks uh, will happen to future expenses for the younger population specifically those in their 20s say their 30s even So interestingly we actually did a survey for this right so we reached out to our customers in trying to understand and I think our primary motive was to try and understand what our customers were going through and what they would need right so I think our going in intention for this survey was to try and build products for them that they might need number of things that came out of the survey was surprising to us to the extent that which they sort of uh, popped out and I, i mean some of the numbers that i could like sort of bring here in the conversation right 82% of the millennials actually told us that they were uh, struggling to make ends meet now that oh, came wow. as a big surprise to us right i mean that's a huge number right of yeah, the people exactly. that were surveyed and when you think about it i think there is and especially in Uh, and if you look at it right i think when you look at salary segments between let's say 20000 to 30 40000 rupees a lot of those guys have gotten impacted because of this crisis right and i mean when you look at all of the organizations 
in some form or fashion there have been uh, uh, redundancies across organizations and pay cuts to some extent as well now that obviously the fact that we stated earlier that you know most of these guys actually tend to uh, have zero balances in their bank accounts at some point in the month right and this their pay getting reduced uh, actually has a significant impact and i think the other thing that is also interesting to look at is a lot of these guys tend to have uh, have taken in the past or currently have live personal loans now okay. making payments right emi payments for those loans uh, other household expenses i think uh, a lot of these guys are in that position where i think they are struggling to make ends meet and that's what comes out right 82% of the people that were surveyed actually came back and said they were struggling so which was quite surprising surprising to us the obvious next thing that i think they are worried about and i think this came out even stronger is that actually 94% told us very clearly that they are going to be super careful in where they spend money right so i mean given the scenario that we are in right now where we are almost all of us are sitting at home uh working from home and not going out as much right uh, uh, apart from like the super important stuff a lot of these guys the expenses have reduced especially you know going out expenses and the travel or other the uh, the commute but even despite all of this despite the expenses coming down i think the mindset shift from uh you know buying lifestyle things and uh you know things that they would spend on earlier maybe travel right the example that i used earlier i think their mindset completely shifted from you know using money for those things to actually just bare essentials so 94% came back and said that you know we will most likely be using money only for essential stuff and that would i think that is a big spending shift that you will see even in some of the reports that uh you know the visas and mastercards have come out with clearly tell us that the entire shift has been one from offline to online and from uh, some of the non essential things right which you tend to be typically larger tickets to uh, essentials so even on an amazon for example most of the purchases are uh, on the grocery front and not so much on the non essentials i think that that's a general trend that we are seeing across okay so do you think that will continue uh, in the past, in the next 6 months next couple of years even what do you think about that one of the primary thing that is discussed is you know going out to restaurants or going out to watch movies they are not as comfortable a lot of these guys actually have become uh, accustomed to the idea of you know staying home i think you might see a lot of uh, recovery fast recovery in the on the business side but consumer demand i think at least for the next 6 months uh, will remain muted uh, i think only when people start to become confident one to a lot of the people who have lost their jobs and are you know struggling right now will need that time to build back build their confidence back up so at least 6 months of low consumer confidence especially when it comes to spending uh post that point i think it really depends on the recovery that the country sees and maybe the world sees and the you know the effectiveness of some of the treatments that are available because the moment that sort of kicks in i think post that point you will start to see people's confidence coming back up and i think that i mean 6 months is anybody's guess right i think right now the uh, collective wisdom is that it's 6 months from now that i think things might become start to become better uh, or at least get to a place where they are maybe 20 30% of uh, pre covid levels but right now that's the thesis but for now at least the 6 months 
I don't imagine that spending is going to be great. Uh, consumer confidence is going to be high. Uh, people will prefer uh, staying indoors uh, and all of the expenses that they had outdoors would almost be close to zero. Okay, so that means the lockdown has really given millennials some time to really like check up on their expenses, what they're spending on, lifestyle, entertainment and all that. But what do you think about uh, the lending habits? How will they change among the millennial age group? See, I think again this two sides to borrowing right uh, one is completely need based and one is i mean when we, when i was talking again i think i keep using the same example on travel right but it's actually a non essential thing but the comfort that um, a lot of the customers our customers had shown towards applying for credit for that uh, was surprising to us now need based is definitely going up because given that 82% like our survey says are make, struggling to make their uh, ends meet all of these guys are in some form going to be in the market looking for credit right because their fundamental belief is that you know 6 months later 12 months later things will be back to normal so if i get a personal loan right now to tide things over uh, over a 6 to 12 month period i'll actually be in a comfortable spot and be able to pay back this uh, loan i mean even now even last month we saw a lot of demand for personal loans without us actively going and seeking new customers which is which was surprising to us right now i think that is again maybe tying in well with the data that we have here which is that a lot of people are struggling to make ends meet and therefore need based borrowing is going to pick up i think one of the other things that we've seen or we are observing is people's uh, willingness to take a line of credit product now this is a very interesting product right and we actually very recently launched this product basically a personal loan but it's only pay when you actually use it type of product right and be approved up front so that you have the ability to use it uh, when you need it so i think that is a clear trend that we are seeing especially in millennials which is that you know they are very very keen on getting approved on these products and having the having access to cash at every point in time so that they are able to use it right and i think most of the guys most of the customers that come to us are super tech savvy right so they like the usability on the app and being able to just go on the app and you know just using a simple otp be able to withdraw money into their bank accounts and be able to use it however uh, the interest rates on these products tend to be also quite low right so i think it is the right product for that audience and i think that's what we are seeing as a general trend that people are becoming very very keen on this line of credit product and that's i think something that we've also been uh, working towards for the past at least 12 months and we rolled uh, we actually launched it maybe 3 to 4 months back and now post this lockdown i think we've started to see a lot of customers becoming super interested is that they take in approval they take have this line of credit available to them on the app so whenever they need the money they'll just take it out they can take out as low as let's say 50000 rupees or as high as how much ever they need right or how much ever they're eligible for in one go and the pay- payments are flexible so i think that's something as a trend that we are observing in a lot of these customers you know they like the access of the money on their app when they want it and don't like the process, uh, the hassle of going to a bank and applying every time uh i think outside of that and if you're just just to uh, close the loop on this right given that travel related expenses will be zero for people and some of those large ticket things right weddings 
for example so a lot of people used to come to our platform to borrow for weddings their weddings their uh, weddings in their family those yeah. large ticket things are definitely going to slow down and i think that's a thing that we've already seen right we have almost next to zero applications for travel related loans now so i think mm-hmm. that trend is definitely moving away from those products moving towards maybe let's say a line of credit product which is an access product that you know i need whenever i need the money i have access to it and then there is this entire segment of need based that i actually need the money to survive and make ends meet i think that's those are the three things that I, those are the three dynamics that we are likely to see and we are to some extent already seeing all right got it got it so um understood your points on uh, future expenses future lending so why don't we have a broader view of the survey that that you carried out do you have any more highlights any more tidbit stats that you can share uh, which are interesting and which see some sort of change in the market since covid-19 hit us so see the thing that we do right as a platform i think our large parts of our focus is on credit score right and i think credit education through getting people to check their credit reports even to that extent on our customer base which is i would say generally credit aware because they've come to us looking for a credit report nearly 50% told us that they haven't checked their credit score since the lockdown right credit awareness is super important right because your ability to get credit in any form i mean and this not this just doesn't mean for right now but i'm talking about maybe 2 to 3 years from now as well the impact of some of the decisions that you make will remain on your credit file for many years to come right and i think yeah. some of the decisions that you make and i'll give you an example very simple example of deciding whether to opt for the moratorium or not these are super critical decisions in the long term because if and i think this is a simple thing right i've been i've been saying this at least for the duration of the lockdown that if you can afford to pay do not opt for the moratorium a lot of these guys and i'm not saying standard i'd say actually close to maybe 30 40% of the people come back and say that you know this is government has waived off our loan oh that is the mm-hmm. understanding gap that we are yeah. seeing right and i think a large part of this is uh, awareness about credit and how it impacts your life not only now but in the future being credit aware and credit responsible i think is a trend that i am hoping to see uh, come out of all of this that actually people start understanding uh, you know uh, what credit reports mean to their uh, lives and the impact of it and they start actually tracking it a lot more so this 50% number slightly surprises us all right got it mangs uh, thanks thanks a lot for those pointers and those stats uh, they really give you an inside view into what uh, millennials indian indian millennials they are thinking in terms of money during a pandemic like this what they are planning to do with their money after all let's let's move on to the last question for today then this is a customary question for all our all, all our guests on the show and i'll ask you the same so um, why don't you share some personal finance tips some personal finance hacks that you endorse uh you can share whatever you want with our listeners so i think one of the things uh that i wanted to share and i already shared right i think is and this is something that i've been talking about uh, throughout the lockdown is number one right now if you can afford to make payments please do not opt for the moratorium i it's not advisable at all i think this is relevant advice for the times do not opt for the moratorium the second layer of advice which i was just talking about uh is regularly look at your credit score understand your credit report 
there are enough cases and ankit i think you would be surprised about this right there are so many customers who have errors in their credit reports it surprises mm-hmm. us i mean i am uh, and i'm talking about again friends and uh, individuals that you know work with in our organization so many mm-hmm. of them have seen things in their credit reports that weren't actually them right and there are both cases right sometimes there are genuine frauds that have happened with these customer yeah. sometimes there are just errors at the bureau now these things actually end up impacting a lot of things and the awareness is on this is super low right people come back you know and uh, they will they usually come back to us and tell us that you know you are wrong uh, us india lens is wrong in showing them that you know they have uh, let's say a two wheeler loan from a particular financial institution unfortunately that's the view that the bureau has about you right which means that's the view that all lenders who will try to pull your credit report to decide whether to give you credit or not will have about you right and if you go into this uh, and if this is a blind spot for you and you don't know about this and you go into this and try and debate i don't think you'll end up getting credit so i think the question of tracking credit reports is super critical and i you know coming from having worked in the west and lived in the west you'd be surprised i mean there is i would say that you stop a person and randomly ask him what their credit score was in the us 9 out of 10 times you will actually know what they they will tell you what their credit score was now oh, if you wow. did the same exercise in india i don't think three maybe four maybe maybe four five of them actually might come back and say oh there is something called a credit score yeah, but i don't yeah. know it yeah, yeah. right maybe one or two of them will actually be able to tell you their credit score and that's i think that is a fundamental difference i mean when you're looking at borrowing and using credit the way i think millennials and gen z are so comfortable using credit right for almost all of their purchases even now when you go on an amazon there are all these pay later options that pop up and people are so comfortable using it i mean you think about it like you know at checkout on swiggy people are borrowing like 200 300 rupees think about just the ability to be able to click a single button and be able to take credit all of this in some form at some level gets reported to the bureau maybe not a pay later type like the 200 300 rupee loans but the moment it sort of gets into a higher loan territory and people are not aware about how this information is getting reported what does the bureau have about them and how is it going to impact them exactly that exactly. you are right actually so just following up on your previous point what is the frequency of errors in credit scores have you, uh, i mean what have you seen from your user base if i was to look at absolute numbers it's very high it's very high oh okay that yeah. very high i mean you i i i don't want to state a number because i'm not sure about it but there the odds are that you know in a group of 100 people maybe 2 3 people will definitely have something or the other off about their report right sometimes it's a card that you thought was closed 4 years back yeah but continues to get reported as uh, missed payments a millennial living in let's say urban india you know there are enough time that some of these guys see agriculture loans come in <laughs> and these guys reach out to us and try and reconcile right obviously we are with working with the bureau we are able to help them largely but these things are better corrected now than later is all i think my suggestion is that to become credit aware look at your credit reports uh, uh, proactively see what all is there about you track it very closely understand it and then i think use it in the best manner possible like you know I, you can get the best offers possible 
if you're aware, credit aware. So I think that's an important uh, aspect of uh, financial planning that I think I would recommend all millennials uh, to follow. All right, then, Mayank, it was nice chatting with you, discussing all the insights you had to share on behalf of India Lens. Hope uh, everyone listening in had a great time too, learning about what millennials and Gen Z people in India really want. I mean, a large chunk of our listeners are from the same age group, actually. So good luck to you, Mayank. Hope India Lens grows at the impressive rate that it is today. Hope you can keep helping more and more users in, in your journey. Thanks a lot, Ankit. Thanks for having me here. Alright then, that's about it for this episode of Millennial Pesa. That was Mayank Kachwaha, co-founder and COO of India Lens, giving us an in-depth view of their survey that tracks where millennials are spending and lending their money from. You can check out more details on indialens.com. They also have apps on Android as well as iOS. Hope you enjoyed the insights you had to share today. Thanks for doing this, Mayank. Thanks once again. As always, you can listen to this episode of Millennial Pesa and all of the other ones anytime. We are now on Spotify, GeoSavan, Ghana and any of the podcast apps, Apple or Google. Just search for Millennial Pesa on your favorite app and start streaming. That's it from my side. Catch you in the next one.